thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically he's such as this, this thing here. Alright, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late-night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Sunday edition of the People's Talk Show. Uh, excited to uh, connect. Hope everyone had a great weekend. And I uh, wanted to have this evening's live stream due to some information that was forwarded my way uh, from one of the community members. As always, I appreciate you for uh, keeping me up to date. Uh, and so I wanted to bring this to your attention just because I was reading through some of the articles and uh, one thing that stood out uh, which, of course, just is, is no coincidence in any of these things that's going on right now. And, you know, how is it possible that we have another fire at a strategically important uh, location in reference to energy right before the harvest season? Uh, you just you couldn't plan this stuff uh, <laughs> any more accurately than what they've done. But anyway, wanted to share my two cents on it. Just because it's going to, you know, it's going to impact Michigan as well as some of the other surrounding states. So we'll see where it leads to. But uh, just more, you know, just more uh, concern, cause of concerns for uh, things to pay attention to. But anyway, hope everyone's doing well. I uh, want to make sure I welcome any first time community members. Uh, welcome. Let me know where you're watching from. Won't be long. Just want to go through, you know, two or three subjects. And then, of course, want to hear what's on your mind. So feel free when the phone lines open up to give me a call. Want to definitely make sure I stay plugged in to what's happening out there in the uh, in the real world. And so that's one of the purposes of having the People's Talk Show, where we can connect and find out what's going on, man. Lots of things unfolding and uh, more subjects we can probably cover in one live stream, but I'll do the best I can. So let me do a quick shout out real quick, do a little maintenance on my part to jump into some headlines, to open the phone lines. Love to hear from you guys directly. All right, we got Barley Broker checking in. We got Solo. We got, uh, let me see, Dwayne Clark. We got Ebola sunglasses from England. Appreciate you, my friend. We got Kenneth. We got Gail checking in. We got Carl from Yashiba, Mexico. Uh, we got Mr. Chicken Snatcher as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he says, uh, yeah, I, I saw that. Uh, I put that article up in the uh, Telegram, but uh, it, it listed a particular date. And so I put out there, you know, could September be that that month of extreme volatility right in time for some type of banking event? And so this is, uh, says, you see the Vatican started recalling all this money back to uh, its own bank. Yep. And so the, the time frame for that is September 30th. And so between now and September 30th, they want all their funds back into their own coffers. Uh, what does that mean? We'll, we'll find out. But yeah, I did. I appreciate you for sharing that. And so that's one of the things like all these stories, as, they, as I come across these stories, as people send them to me, I put them in the Telegram and on Twitter just because it's more stories than I can talk about. We'll be streaming forever. And uh, I don't want to just... Uh, continue to talk about doom and gloom. I want to just put it out there that you guys do your homework with it. But things that I deem important, I like to bring to you right away, such as tonight. Anyway, Barlight Broker, we got what else here? We got Edge Brand uh, Agency says Meadows crash. He looks like a rough week ahead for markets. Maybe a reality is finally making its way into the markets. Uh, no doubt. Uh, just because after last week's, you know, continuous uh, job only by the Federal Reserve talking about the need for more pain basically on main street everything associated with that also will be impacted so that's the side effects of cutting off the spigots the monetary spigots and the wells drying up 
and everybody, you know, basically clamoring for whatever remaining Federal Reserve notes there are there are out there. Somebody's going to be left out. And of course, the markets will be starved off. But that's a part of their plan to create as much destruction as well as pain as possible for the issuance of whatever their solution will be. The central bank due to the currency. So not too surprising whatsoever. But anyway, let me stop ranting real quick. Uh, feel free, as always, throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Phone lines open up. Definitely would love to hear from you guys directly. Give me a call. You know the number. And I'll put it on the screen as well. And uh, let me just jump into some do some maintenance on my part here just because I have to make sure I always keep everybody plugged in just in case you happen to be new to the channel. Sweet and simple. There's two links down below. The bullionmax.com.rtd as well as rtd.news. That's the best place to just stay plugged in, connected in real time. And so for those that might be new, never mind. I want to keep you up to date. If you guys are interested, uh, Bullion Max uh, basically partner with RTD to help provide affordable metals to those who want to add some, something additional to their stack. Right now, prices of metals are going down. To me, it's a great buying opportunity just because if you know the difference between lawful money and fiat currency, eh, you know you, know, you want to have something that's uh, real and tried, true and tested in these volatile times. Therefore, the actual price of these will be going down, nominally speaking. But then again, to me, this is great to buy an opportunity. So if you're interested, take advantage of that. Link is in the description. And also, uh, I want to make sure you guys stay plugged in. Uh, rtd.locals.com. Connect with me there just in case we're disconnected here. I'll be streaming over there full time. And I want to make sure all the community is able to stay plugged in because the day is coming, people. You better believe. And, of course, if you want to support the channel, any help is appreciated. Consider RTD donating right there. Anything is uh, helpful. And, of course, we got the blog. We got the uh, IT, IQ test there for those who are interested in taking a quick 10, a quid, 10, 10 question quiz. And we have all the other resources there. To keep you plugged in. And I have another update on some recent de-dollarization information I'm going to share with you as well. So uh, let's jump right into that. So if you haven't already, hit that thumbs up button. Hopefully the algorithms kick in. More people are notified. And uh, we'll keep things moving right along. Grateful Press from New Jersey. Appreciate you, man. Uh, as always, every no matter where you're at in this country or outside this country, there's there's information news unfolding in real time in your neck of the woods. This is the time to let us all know, so we'll be up to date. This is the best way to plug in with real information in real time from people who are actually either experiencing or basically breaking the news directly, rather than waiting on the mainstream news to give us their fake narrative to fit their story. And this plays into what I'm about to talk about right now. And so uh, let me share this real quick. Uh, I mean, I just went through it and highlighted a few things here, but let's jump right into it. Um, energy emergency declared after BP refinery fire. How many more? How many fires have we had? I haven't been able to keep count. I'm sure there's been some people out there who've been able to keep count. Let me know if you've kept count of all the fiery fires between the Food distribution processing facilities where we had, you know, last year we had a, a hack from one of the oil companies down south. And now we have an electrical fire right here in Indiana, not too far from me. And then what really caught my attention was uh, the governor, uh, Whitmer, decided to pass an ex uh, executive, emer executive emergency and she released fall supply of oil or gas. She released it a lot sooner than she typically would. And I'm thinking like, you know, there's always an agenda. There's always something that we can read into as far as why, what, why and how these things are taking place. And then this article here or one of the other articles talks about how uh, how convenient it is for the most part to have a energy issue right in time for harvest season, basically driving up costs possibly 
in the near couple of weeks or months. So let's dive into this real quick and then we'll move on. So let me zoom in, just give you some highlights here for those who might not be familiar with it. As I mentioned, you know, I appreciate the community member to send it to me because, once again, there's more stories than I can touch on. But it says, U.S. Department of Transportation has declared a regional emergency for Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Wisconsin after a fire shut down the BP oil refinery in Whiting, Indiana, the largest in the Midwest. Going on, it says, a federal order temporarily lifts restrictions on the maximum working hours for truck drivers in the four states. So I basically mean they can work overtime all they want, hopefully get paid for it. So it's not clear when the Whiting Fire, uh, which is the largest six yards and whatever, will get back online. So as of now, it's offline. It says the shutdown comes at an unopportune time uh, just ahead of harvest in much of the Midwest. U.S. gasoline prices are at their lowest August level since 2015, supposedly. So right now we're under $4 here. So Eh, yeah, I guess that's yeah, I guess that's not bad. But once again, how, how would this fire impact those prices? It says a months long trend of sharply declining gas prices should not be affected by the shutdown, according to Gas Buddy. Move on to another one here. Another article here. Uh, this is just more information. Each one just offers a little bit more information. And it says here, just give you more details. And it says there were no injuries. It says the refining handles more than four hundred and thirty thousand barrels per day. It says, this is quoting Governor Whitmer here in Michigan, says, with today's action, I am freeing up more gas supply and removing any impediments to gas delivery to cut down wait times at stations. So once again, this fire took place on Wednesday and here it is Sunday. This really, most of these articles here didn't really surface until Saturday, Sunday. So you mean Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, relatively calm because or the information was overshadowed by Jerome Powell and all the other you know economic news to where this happened to fly under the radar but then again most of these articles here came from yahoo and all the other sources saturday and sunday so as we can see is this one story on top of the next they love just keeping the unfortunate news rolling non-stop and so ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We'll find out the end result of all this when it comes time to go down to the pumps and get some gas. And then here's the last little article here uh, that I'll bring up. And it says Michigan's lifting some of the full fuel rules after Indiana refinery fire. And it says here, BP said it's, it's Whiting, Indiana, along Lake Michigan shoreline, about 15 miles southeast of Chicago, uh, experienced an electrical fire on Wednesday. So once again, here we are, five days removed, and this story is really making news. But the, is it surprising whatsoever, given the fact that we've had so many unforeseen uh, unexplainable uh, natural disasters of fires in every single area of, um, uh, of 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 sectors and industries that we actually rely upon, whether it be the food processing, whether it be energy. Uh, you, you guys name a couple more. We've talked about them here. So, uh, electrical fire out of the blue knocks down, you know, just a part of the final a part of the plant. But then again, they don't know when it's going to be back be back up online. How do you shut down an entire operation off of? what is painted as being a very small, you know, one side of the building type of issue 
and unless you're deliberately trying to cause some gas issues, as it said, right before harvest time. So therefore, costs could go up even more so for farmers to produce. And of course, it's just going to be reflected in the price of the items that we go to purchase from the grocery store. So not surprising whatsoever, but something to pay attention to. And then on another story here that I thought I would bring to your attention, uh, just talks more about how, and I like to stipulate between the dollar and the Federal Reserve note, because I think that there are clear distinctions between those two items there. And so I'll substitute a word here for the other one. But uh, this came out uh, three days ago or was put out on RT. And of course, it circulated on a variety of other news sources, but came across my radar today. So I thought I would bring it to your attention. But uh, anything mentioning the Federal Reserve note or the dollar, I kind of feel obligated to touch on it just because that's pretty much what this channel started about, started on and what I not necessarily enjoy continuing to talk about, but it's real life. And I want to just make sure everybody realizes that, you know, all dollars are not created equal. And as long as you understand that when you hear stuff like this, if they're de-dollarizing, hopefully you have de-dollarized as well. And what I mean by de-dollarize is basically they're getting out of U.S. liabilities, whereas in you and I should be getting into U.S. assets or the people's assets. And I, I mean, I'm up with fumbling and stuff, but as I always mentioned, getting into the people's assets because this too says dollar on the back, but of course it's not treated or recognized as such uh, amongst our government officials and bankers. So it's up to you to create your own standard, as I like to say. So get your weight up, regardless of the fiat price, because once again, this silver eagle here is nowhere near the spot price of uh, what silver is right now. I think it's like 1850 or whatever it is. Yeah, double that. Basically, the premiums on the American Eagles are about 75% right now, going to 100%. So believe me, that's a big disconnect. And that's why there's, there's, there's a big difference between generic and government issue. That's real money. Anyway, real quick, just thumb through this because I thought this was interesting. But uh, they don't need Federal Reserve notes at some point in their future outside of you know earning them to spend them. It won't be the best idea to hold on to things for too much longer. It says Russia and India no longer need U.S. dollars. It says the two countries have successfully, they have successfully established a mechanism for mutual settlements in rubles and rupees. Rubles and rupees. And so it says here, the BRICS international president, uh, Perini Arnon, told reporters on Thursday, he says, quote, we have implemented a mechanism of mutual settlements in our currencies and there is no need for our current countries to use the dollar in mutual settlement. So basically because they can use rubles and rupees, they've agreed upon the exchange rate, things of that nature. They no longer need other countries, i.e. the dollar or probably eventually the euro and everything in between. But it says, and uh, today a similar mechanism of mutual settlements in rubles and yuan is being developed by China. So he's basically giving a shout out to Russia and China, they're doing the same thing. So it goes on to talk more details. But as you guys can see, we are drawing closer and closer to the day where the Federal Reserve notes and U.S. liabilities, uh, treasuries, bonds, you name it, they're all government liabilities. And the primary instrument of which they use to manipulate the world happens to be in the fiat currency. So if they don't use them or need them because they develop their own mechanisms, hopefully, we, you, are also developing your own mechanisms as far as how you protect and preserve yourself, knowing that there is no financial future in a Federal Reserve note, whatever that's worth. 
All right, uh, let's open the phone lines. I would love to hear from you guys directly. Uh, what are your thoughts on this oil situation? Uh, of course, no surprises whatsoever, but uh, right in time for harvest season. So do you guys, will we expect even more um, prices, higher prices on certain items or, or not? Let me know. And each event that we talk about or any commentary talk about, because what I've noticed, I follow a lot of people in this space and majority of the news just rem- informs you on either today's event or people share their opinions on what could come. And we all know what time it is. And that's why at this point of the transition, because you know we're in the midst of the reset, at this current point, everybody who's tuned into alternative media, you guys know what's up. Now, the question is, how do we either prevent, slow down, or help other people transition with minimum pain would be the goal? Because Jerome Powell mentioned that there's going to be more pain. So how can we reach more people to help them avoid as much pain as possible? Because that's just on the financial side. And a lot of the things I focus on as of lately happen to do with the overall bigger viewpoints of what's happening globally to all 7.8 billion of us. And I look at I, I call it this is just me. I haven't really even formulated thoughts about it. But, you know, the primary subjects that I research on a regular I'm renting. So feel free to put this, you know, say, you know how I do it. I just share my thoughts. Um, but I'll share that thought. Let me get this call real quick and uh, we can talk more. So feel free to thought, thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Hello, call. What's your name? We calling from Mike. It's Barlight Broker from the internet. Barlight Broker. What's going on, my man? Hey, I was, uh, reading an article the other day. I guess there's a, um, complete disappearance of King Crab. So basically, and I guess last year there was an almost complete disappearance of snow crab in the Pacific Ocean. So remember how I keep, I've been telling you over the years for quite a while now that that Fukushima Daiichi nuclear disaster has basically killed the Pacific Ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's causing food issues. Well, I mean, now they're now they're just coming out and saying it bluntly. We don't know where all the crap went. We don't know what happened. Okay, but that's why. Okay, so okay, here's uh, let me. So I just typed in. Let me see. So Alaska. Let me see here. Here's something that pops up. So this is um, what? Because uh, you said what type of what type of crab did you refer to? King crab legs. King crab. Okay. King crab. Okay, so here's an article that says Alaska snow crabs have disappeared. Where where they went is a mystery. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, I don't know. Yeah, so definitely a Fukushima situation is was never resolved, never solved, and they don't touch on that no yeah. more. So it's good to say the whole region over there is highly toxic. On top of all types of other stories, I see where there's all types of stuff washing up on shores that you know we're we're not familiar with. Put it like that, but I, I don't want to go down those rabbit holes. Yeah. But anyway. That's actually been pressuring the food supply for a long time, but it was able to be swept under the rug until you had, you know, droughts and things of that nature. Yeah. But I just wanted to call and touch base and basically say uh, I was right. Yeah. Hey, man. Appreciate you calling, my friend. Thanks for calling in. Okay, Mike. Yeah. Good night. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. All right. Uh, appreciate that. Feel free to give some thoughts, ideas. See, Daryl, what's up, my man? It says, uh, Powell is trying to uh, emulate what Vi- uh, Volcker did to, to, to fight inflation in the 70s, but doesn't realize that it uh, was two different economic times. Uh, no doubt. I, I agree. And, I, of course, I, I usually listen 
to all those uh, FOMC meetings and all types of things. Whenever he speaks, I usually listen just to see if I catch any buzzwords, but I did not catch that one. But I saw a lot of write-ups following that of him referring to Volcker uh, and things of that nature. But, you know, as you mentioned, we're in two different environments. And at this current moment, we've reached the uh, we've reached the, 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 the inroads of this current structure and this current system. So it's no, no matter what they do, it's it's no as they even say it's no soft landing no hard landing it's only a crash and burn scenario now it's a matter of drawing this thing out as long as they can to get as much of the system get as much out of the system as they can so at this current moment i, I don't see why people even take uh that guy serious whatsoever just because everything they say is not geared towards helping the average joe is more so front running and uh, using his so-called fed speech to help out the markets but it's going to be more economic pain no matter what. And that's why I think one of the biggest things is literally this window of time that we have before either winter hits, energy you know, prices go up, similar to what's happening in the Europe area, or there's issues with the retail sector and food and things of that nature. Making sure that uh, you secure as much of the stuff you need, knowing that you can't you know, completely isolate yourself. You can't go in a bunker and live for the rest of your life until things blow over because it won't blow over. It's going to be a, we're in a transition process into something new. And so- yeah. Enjoy the good times while they last, but definitely prepare for uh, just you know, just more interesting times. But like that with, with, of course, all along with great opportunity, man, with along with great opportunity. But before I went on, before I got that call, as always, feel free to give me a call as well as throw out ideas and topics, whatever. Um, I was talking about, you know, primary subjects I research just for sheer information sake, because those are things that I just feel you know, have more relevance to what the bigger picture is, because. Everything we're witnessing is taking us towards, you know, we're in the midst of the reset. And so it's amazing how they were able to sell it up front two years ago, calling it the Great Reset. All government leaders are on board with it. The people are waking up. We're resisting. They're having to adjust to things on the fly. But ultimately, they're cutting off all the, all the basically, choke points, food, energy, and everything else in between. And so no matter what, we're going to go into a we're entering we're entering into a whole new realm of civilization flat out. And then you factor in all the ways that they're doing that. And, you know, three things that really stood, you know, stick out to me is that the mRNA with the injections are subjects that I study just to understand, because if you look at the amount of casualties throughout the globe, you know, the numbers are, you know, we don't know the numbers that's going to impact everybody's life. Then we have the currency. Rethinking the dollar is all about telling people that they're shifting a currency out of the old into the new because this current system has ran its course. And so CBDCs are coming. And then the last one is, if you guys listened to the show last week, I highlighted how Prince Charles, during the last year's conference, was highlighting how he's encouraging governments to come together and do whatever it takes to help usher in everything that's needed for him and it. And I believe, you know, from a biblical standpoint, I believe it has a lot to do with the Antichrist. So between the mRNA, CBDCs and Antichrist, those are three areas that I really feel drawn to this to better understand just because they're working towards something and it has nothing to do with our betterment. It's all about further enslaving us even more. And so those are just subjects that I feel like I should be touching on just because we all know, you know, you know the financial side of things. We know where things are heading. But then again, what really bothers me and troubles me the most is that between now and that time, there's going to be an unimaginable amount of lives lost. And I just feel like, you know, those are human souls that God loves. And I am called. And I believe if you're a believer in Christ, it's your responsibility as well to help 
the kingdom is our responsibility, man. So those are things that's on my mind. But anyway, I'm ranting too much. Give me a call. Feel free to do so. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the ticket. I got you. That's another subject. Oh, man. So I did put that in the Telegram. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is the coolest white dude in Yashkaba, Mexico. How are you, my the friend? The coolest dude. What's going on, my man? Holler at me. Hey, I uh, posted on Telegram today uh, the thread chart showing consumer credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting because, you know, last week you you talked about one in six uh, people are having trouble paying their utility bills. Right. Well, the credit cards are nearly tapped out. Um, you know, I don't think there's much uh, much left for uh, further purchasing ability. I guess is what I'd call it. Right. Um, you know, one thing one thing I, I spoke about last week when I called in regarding you know how do you get the people to use it? I was referring to digital currency. Mm-hmm. And I think they just, I think they just give it out, you know, like we've been talking about with the universal basic income. Right. And Johnny Common folk is so poor, can't pay his utility. He's going to take what he can get, and that's the digital path to slavery. Right. No doubt. No. So, like, just how the stimulus checks came out for was it two years? Was it two years ago? Now a year and a half ago, it was what two or three rounds. There's going to be two. Uh, there's going to be an airdrop or or two into your digital wallet at some point in the near future once all this pain comes through the pile mentioned and then of course everybody who will need that assistance will definitely log in put your put all your information you need to and then you'll get your your airdrop and that's going to be introduction i think to the whole social credit system that comes with the restrictions and things like that down the line they're gonna get you hooked first off the airdrops and then they'll come in with the stipulations and regulations and if you don't meet them then they're gonna cut it off by that time the goal is to have everybody used to it to where you'll just comply, you'll be you'll feel obligated to comply, or or you won't get your your next round of payment because it's already it's already act out there. We talked about it two years ago, where they talking about monthly payments of two thousand dollars at a bare minimum, and I, it was written for some type of event, which I think is going to be in the future. So that's just me. Well, I think you're absolutely right, and the government always works in totalitarian two steps of incrementals. Right. Um, if you think about it, like, like with guns, you know, first anyone can have a gun, and then you, you can't have a automatic, and then a semi-automatic, and then bump stocks, and before you know it, you can't have any. And I think with the currency, like you're saying, at first you get to do whatever you want with it, mm-hmm. and it's great. And then uh, they come in and they put the... At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. ...and the regulations based on the social credit scores or whatever. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it's cradle the graves. Uh, government management. Right, right. Hey, man. As always, appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Mike. Have yep. a good night. You too. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, real quick, let me. Uh, so, yeah, I did. I did 
share that in the Telegram. So as I mentioned, as all these stories come across my airways, I put them in the Telegram on Twitter. But, you know, the SNAP EBT, EBT outages reported across the country. And so this was earlier. But uh, what better way to hit the part of society that, that is already dependent upon the government right away so that that'll be the class of individuals that are already used to being subsidized by the government and they're a shoe in to sign up whenever something new is rolled out just because in order to keep this flow moving, you're going to have to do that. But uh, just real quick, it says a program known as SNAP provides nutrition benefits to supplement the food uh, budget of low income families so they can purchase healthy foods. And so it says an outage affecting the SNAP was reported across the country on Sunday. And then when you go to the current uh, SNAP EBT user reports uh, portal here, it, it, it peaked uh, at about uh, 3 p.m. today. And so of outages reported. And so as of right now, heading into this evening, you know, it's heading back down. But I'm sure a lot of people today went to the store not knowing that their car was out and, you know, filled the car up, got there, unloaded it. And our boy said, eh, 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 eh. they're like, oh, what's going on? It, it says I'm, I'm fully topped up. I'm sorry, it's not going through. And I bet you come tomorrow, we're going to have some stories, you know, fight breaks out in such and such city. You know, people decided to go crazy. Like, because imagine, depending on where geographically, you know, I, I, I want to say it's probably more down south, but it's everywhere. But I'd imagine you get to the front of the line, you load just, you load the, the uh the checkout aisle up you load it up and you, they scan it and nothing you got to take it all back off or you got to pay with your own funds and you know not many people go up there with how much ever in their own funds to be able to cut foot that bill if something goes wrong so um uh brady says question are you doing yeah so i am doing a show with mario but yet you know this past friday had a funeral the weekend before mario had some so the biggest thing is just the schedule issues. But, you know, as of this week, barring some type of interruptions, uh, me and Mario will be back at it. So for sure. Uh, what else you got going on here? Saudi Michael says Saudis and the Prince spoke this week, which said that they could cut output on oil, which means to keep oil near 110 a barrel. They want a barrel oil to stay higher and not to sell off. No doubt, Mike. Uh, we touched on that earlier as well. Uh <laughs> Yeah, cricket flower. So I saw an article, or, uh, article earlier. Let me grab it real quick. Talking about uh, more manufacturers are sneaking cricket flower into their ingredients. Let me see if I can find it real quick. More. Uh, let me see where did it. Nobody didn't share it. But yeah, so once again, you got to read the read the label. And there's no guarantee they might even mention it or may, may not mention it. So just something to be aware of. All right, so let's get ready. I'm on. Uh, let's look at some of the market activity real quick. So I, I imagine tomorrow is going to be extremely volatile. It's going to be uh, Red Monday again, just because that's the environment they're setting us up for. So right now we're 1860, which is a great, great, great. So I'm, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a 10 piece, 10 dollars silver. But like I always say, whatever the actual spot price is, add on that same price and the premium at least because no business in their right mind is going to sell something well beneath what they paid for it. So we got 1859. So we'll keep our eyes up, but here we got, uh, and of course, as I mentioned, price is determined upon geographical location and in what currency is being priced in because in all the countries it's going belly up right now, you know, the silver price is nowhere near the spot price. So don't get too excited. 
And uh, real quick, let me check. And I haven't checked the crypto space for a minute, but uh, wherever the stock market goes, so do the crypto. So expect a major sell-off in the cryptos as well. And I just wish these things would just, you know, I ain't going to say that, but I wish these things would just go away because <laughs> we'd be in a much different world if people were distracted by cryptographic tokens disguised as a way out of the system when in actuality all these currencies, majority of these are open source, publicly visible surveillance tokens that ultimately will come back to bite us all in the rear end in the future, in my opinion. But uh, once again, for those who've traded, you've done well thus far, but right now we're about on a trillion dollar, we're a trillion dollar market cap and it's very small and very insignificant to the great big bigger picture and it's going to go a lot lower a lot lower so yeah it's going to be a fire sale people uh vince grant says silver always crashes right before a huge uh, run-up no doubt and the biggest thing is this last hoorah is going to be a major market drawdown in my opinion it, those, that part of that pain that uh powell was referring to happens to be the deflating of all these overly priced uh, and overly stimulated asset classes, which they have to come down. And in doing so, uh, you know, the use of cash as a tool to buy up a lot of these suppressed assets will be that very, very, very valuable, valuable rather. And so after that, we'll see the response, whether they cut the spigot back on and put it in hyperdrive or they keep the spigot off from the old traditional standpoint of the government enacting something, the Federal Reserve coming in, buying the bonds and, th- and them distributing the cu- currency directly. I don't think that, I don't think they're going to go that route. I think they're going to let something crash and burn. Then they're going to reboot the system by introducing the CBDC in an emergency type of measure and then roll out the monthly UBI with, along with that and all the stipulations that come with that. So to me, that is with, that is within the cards within the next 12 to 24 months just because they can't keep the spigot off much longer without the markets responding very uh uh with very there being a large amount of volatility moving forward so i would expect that more before i expect them deciding to pivot they want more pain it's gonna be a lot more pain before they pivot and so let me just real quick let me look at the uh let me look at the meeting real quick let me look at the futures for tomorrow see what we're looking at and then uh, we'll dial back and get it tomorrow. It's going to be lots of stuff to touch on tomorrow. So let me let me see where we at. Um, let me saw let me dial off with this one. Let me just real quick check in and see what is it, is it going to be red Monday? Will it be red Monday? And so yeah, as of right now, Dow Jones you know down one point. So yeah, it's going to be a little. It's going to be interesting tomorrow to see how the markets open up. So brace for impact, people. Things are going to get very choppy. The water is going to get very choppy. Um, let me see here. We got uh, petrodollar is in control demolition mode, 9-11 style, no doubt. Liquidity crisis, 100% ripple ODL to rescue government XRP, the world bridge currency, lifeblood of the new international financial system. Uh, no doubt, Xenopec. And that's where I'm thinking like, okay, you know, the fact that XRP is the obvious solution for a lot of excited speculators out there lets me know that it'll be a good way to you know to bring in a lot of fresh and excited enthusiastic digital asset people but then again uh 
once the consensus mechanism is always going to be subject to change. You better believe they they made it. They, and this is where like, it's hard to fathom now, but I'm sure we can see how it is possible. If you cut off all the exit points and you keep people boxed in and you try to strangle them financially by increased energy cost, the base currency globally, and all the other things that comes with this reset at some point, it makes it that much more clear for me to understand how they can say you'll own nothing and be happy with it. Just because if people are literally excited about thinking they're, you know, transitioning out of the old into the new in the form of a central bank digital or a digital asset in the form of XRP, Bitcoin, whatever your favorite coin might be, and it'll go unhindered and they're going to allow that to exist. At the same time, they're trying to force everybody into a CBDC with all the social credit systems and all that stuff attached onto it. So, you know, there's going to be freedom through Bitcoin and XRP. But then again, the rest of humanity is going to be enslaved by XRP, uh, by CBDCs. You think they're going to be two different worlds like that? I just find that very hard to believe. I wouldn't be mad if that was the case. But I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle where the average person will be more concerned with what they can do with their hands, what they can actually get at, in that moment to sustain themselves, because you will not be able to participate in the new financial system, unless you have your digital ID as well as all the criteria with that tied into their network. It's just, I I don't see how that's going to work. But then again, everything we're experiencing is transition us into the new world that they want. And that new world is being set up for the antichrist and the things that come with that. So we're right on course for where God wants us to be. So that is, that is the good news behind all this. And along with that, will come a lot of uncomfortableness that it requires getting used to. But then again, God is faithful to his own. So he's going to make sure that his own will be taken care of. But then again, that, that doesn't mean you're going to avoid any of these issues. So uh, that's just my two cents. Uh, Xenopex says, I would rather own XRP and hold my own keys and depend on UBI. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But here, here's another thing. I'm not well-versed to talk about the XRPL ledger, but I do know that uh, the validators, if I'm not mistaken, they are the banks themselves. And so like the, 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 it's not as decentralized as some of the other projects because this project is working hand in hand with the World Economic Forum. And I actually, I'm ranting a little bit, but get, bear with me. I actually shared in the, uh, I commented on a, a statement that was made uh, on Twitter just because to me it's like it was somewhat of a it was a you know just a statement was the level of excitement so i'll share with you what i said this is the other day and for some reason like you know the algorithms decided to you know pump it up because i mean it got more responses than i usually get on twitter but here's uh something that somebody put out there xrp data says boom world economic forum confirms the ripple as an official partner of xrp repost widely so this person here fairly large account two thousand people shared it and then my response was don't forget that these are the same people that said you will own nothing and you will be happy with it so the question i would ask myself is how will ripple help them achieve that and so 210 people liked it three people shared it and more people have been chiming in on it but if you get notified as people chime into this i'm thinking like once again like and then I actually put, let me see here. I actually put, uh, I put a page. Let me see. I replied to somebody basically going to say, this is old news. Like 
XRP or Ripple and the entire team has been working with the World Economic Forum since 2015 to help them roll out central bank digital currencies. And so it's like, that's nothing new to me, but it's like, wow, like, like I, I, my, my response was, but if you know that information and you still decide to pump and promote your actual, you're actually a stakeholder in Klaus Schwab's vision for further enslaving humanity with a cryptocurrency. And so like to and put your actual hard earned money into a project that supports and believes in the ideals of that entity to me, you know, you know, to each his own. To each his own, but who am I? I'm just a YouTuber. <laughs> but anyway, people, um, let's keep it moving. So let me say bills are measured in dollars, but again, this blows sooner ago will revalue not by the government, but it will be private trades. Uh, what else we got here? Eventually, one last coin. Uh, silver is garbage in America unless you convert it to cash. Yeah, but then again, in this uh so Witcher work, so yeah, silver is not garbage. I mean and so here, here's another here's another indicator I think that lets us know where metals could go based upon what the East is doing. When you got China and Russia grabbing a hold of every single ounce they can in and above ground and holding on to it for dear life, they they obviously have something planned with it, and that's just gold. But silver, on top of its industrial uses, always follows along with gold in some capacity, and all that is subject to the East continuing their manipulation on price by the markets that they've created that gives us a fake spot price. And so as long as that remains, sure, the price will remain, remain suppressed. But at some point, it has to give. And I think whether it gives naturally or something breaks or there's a rollout of something new that gold will be a part of from the East, there's no way that the current U.S. spot price will stick and hold for the rest of the world because in order to do in order to do business with Russia and China in the future, you're going to have to bring something to the table, whether it be your natural resources of some kind or open up, open up them vaults. And when the vaults are open, that's when the truth will be revealed for what the demand, the asking price will nowhere be be nowhere near what the futures price on the east is. So at that point, there's going to come a day of reckoning. Who knows? It could be next year, five years, or it could be at the end of this 2030. Mind you, because everything we're experiencing is set to come into completion by 2030. So we got eight more years of manipulation, possibly, giving time, giving something will break. But here's one of the things for your average Joe, in my opinion, based upon the three C's I mentioned er earlier, of which the first one being the mRNA, that technology and all the things that come with that has already caused a, a major dent in human population. And I've been doing some research, man, and there's phases to this. And, you know, this is my suspicion that everybody who's participated and who still believes in that, you know, there's, there's an immediate response that people, you know, no longer be in the land of the living. Then there's the buildup side of things. And if, just go look, man, you see all these clots and claws, those things are not like, you know, so it takes buildup, but then, two, three years down the line, we're going to see a major dent in the population. Therefore, there are a lot of people who stack and a lot of people who got, you know, lot, you know, yeah, you know, it's not going to be around, man. That's why getting yourself in order, spiritually speaking, is the best insurance policy you can take out through faith in Jesus Christ alone, in my opinion. And uh, making sure you're ready. And then if you are 
save, seal, sign, and deliver, then go out and help your fellow man. That's just me in accordance with my faith. So hopefully you guys realize the importance of what we're experiencing here. It's not like a fly-by-night type of thing. This is a long-lasting that has this is a long-lasting event that has eternal consequences because there's a lot there's a lot riding on what you do right now, not only for yourself but for your fellow man. I do believe that. I do believe that. Anyway, I'm gonna rant forever, but let's get it dialed back. As always, people, I appreciate you for blessing me with your presence. Uh, let's do this again tomorrow night, same time, same place. If you have not, make sure you join the Telegram. So you can stay plugged in as I put out articles or whatnot. And then, of course, rtd.locals.com. Uh, make sure you become a member there as well so you can stay plugged in. If you're a content creator, feel free to share your artwork and your uh, expertise in those uh, forums because that's what it's for. I want to make sure I connect with you guys stay plugged in. But anyway, be blessed, be safe, stay prayed up, do everything you can in the meantime to uh, help your fellow man out. You know, let's, let's operate in love. Let's help those who are less fortunate than us. And that's a good way of reassuring not only that you're provided for now, but then again, that fruit carries over to your eternal account in the millennial reign. Anyway, be blessed, be safe. See you guys later. Peace.